Hey, what's up, world? Yeah. Hi. It's me, Chris Casby. I'm, and I'm here with Daniel Sale and our friend Andrew Burke. Hello, how's it going? Back from the dead. Yeah, wherever <laughs> I was. Back <laughs> the, from Scrubland. The Void. Uh, 13 that never got released. Purgatory, yeah. yeah. Oh, we did delete that episode. Yeah, you did. You blew Thanks up the lot. podcast. <laughs> You're, back. You're back. Too much. Welcome back, Andrew Burke. Thank you. Uh, He's been on a couple times, right? Chris Burroughs is uh, away. Thing. Chris Burroughs is dealing with some family stuff. You know. Like, yeah. like the good Sonny is. It's okay. Yeah. We got Chris Burke here. He's the same person. Chris Burke? Chris Burke. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, That's not confusing that. at all. No, it's not. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> all righty. Oh, my God. Uh, so, uh, Andrew Burke, what have you been doing, man? You've been, you haven't been, play, been playing Magic cards. We talked to you earlier, and you're yeah. like, ah, uh, fuck Magic. I've been uh, doing this other card game. Oh, certainly. Oh, my God. I actually just remembered I could curse on this. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. I've actually been playing a lot of the, uh, the WoW trading card game, which is kind of ironic because Patrick Sullivan, who worked on the game, uh, won the latest Star City Games Edison 5K. Hang on. Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Wait. I, I just realized this. Yeah. The WoW TCG card game still exists. Like it's still a real thing. Yeah, it's actually uh, it's, it's exploded Huge. in popularity recently. You're I'm, lying to us right now. No, I, I promise. All, you most, know, most of the cards have tripled in value it's over okay. the past month. I still I still play Star Wars by Decipher. That doesn't mean the game still exists. I, I would, it's I would, okay. I would much rather people not come to our 200 person grand prix that pay out better than the uh, than the Magic grand prix. So yeah, it doesn't exist. You're right. It, I mean, like. So well, that's the thing. Like, Upper Deck is putting so much money into this Upper game. Deck like, it's own it anymore. Oh, that's why it's good. Who is it now? Uh, it's Cryptozoic. They're a, uh, a little, I guess, like child company of Blizzard. Okay. Blizzard basically, when Upper Deck lost the license for the game, uh, Blizzard made their own in-house studio, rehired most of the Upper Deck employees, and kept making the game. Well, even when Upper Deck was running it, they were pouring like so much money into it. Right. Like, no, like... it's 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 really insane. Like, um, I know first first place at Worlds is you know fifty k. Right. Uh, last Worlds I went to, which was actually my first competitive event besides the grinders to get into the event, I went four four and made a grand, right? Yeah. No, my actual payout was four fifty actually. I got an extra forty dollars because four people got DQ'd during the draft portion. That was nice. But um, <laughs> so wow. you can draft this set too? Yeah, it's actually it seems so weird. Like I, I know a little bit about the game, You're right? But it seems like it'd be like always drafting like Mirrodin, Scars of Mirrodin, because it, it's like it's, allies it's, versus it's kind like, of like the Horde, that, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that's nuts. Except that Alliance is under right now, and Horde is. Pretty terrible. Limited. So when you're even in limited, can you can you mix them at all? Or you, it's the same thing where you have a hero that's one faction. All your right, have you, you have a hero that's one faction, and all your allies have to be either horde or alliance. They're like the uh, like they're like the dragonkin right now that are red and green, and you can have like a, a combination of either of those, whether you're horde or alliance. And then they're like always, you know, like like neutral allies that you can have to. This is really uninteresting. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think it's interesting. Make the parallel between magic and like, this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I spent a long time last night, during, during, while playtesting, I was like, hey guys, it's like 1 in the morning. I think playtesting, like, I think you, mean, like, you mean building 120 card decks that aren't even, that aren't that's even a re- EDH? That's a real deck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're a real human being. It's a, it's a real deck that's really in sleeves. It's right there. Uh, it's it's actually 200 cards. You Andrew, didn't find the battle. Hang list. on. Hang, okay, Andrew Burke wants to challenge me. Andrew Burke, draw seven cards. Name all of them. Okay. Um, what Colony Garden, Colony Garden, Forest. Okay. Uh, Vigor Mortis, yep. Leyline of the Void, Bloodgast, Bloodgast. Nice deck. That's a sick deck. You just don't play the Leyline of the Void because I don't know why that's in there. <laughs> it's not very good. Um, it's free. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it randomly spell. turns off my entire deck. It's not very good. <laughs> randomly turns off. Look, okay, like a, a long time ago, uh, for for people that lo- like listen regularly, you'll know that I like to grind the Moto Casual rooms, and so sometimes you just like put together other decks. You just put together other decks that you have to like go and grind the local store with. And you're like, hey guys, you playing multiplayer? Is- Let's do it. And you just like sit down there, like, dude, this isn't EDH. I'm like, I know, it's not EDH either. I got four Nevin Reels discs in here. Like, I don't know. Shut up. All I right. Just, what I are just we enjoy playing today? the same deck <laughs> over and over. Um, so today we're going to talk about the Star City Games Edison 5K. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to talk a little bit about what decks are dominating standard right now. <clears throat> Cargo. Yeah. Or Cobblade, rather. Just, Cobblade. No, just Squadron Hawk. Uh, just Squadron. Just squad, like just I mean, Squadron literally, Hawk. Squadron Hawk, Stoneforge Mystic is like in every good deck. No, no, none of the other decks. Yeah. Like Valakut. Valakut would be nuts if they played with Stoneforge Mystic. If Stoneforge Hawks. Mystic was red. Exactly. Yeah. Valakut. They could play with Hoarding Dragon, right? That's the same thing, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's the same thing. Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, some Besiege game day shenanigans and some other just local stuff. So, um, yeah. So Star City Games Edison 5K. Who won? God, I want to go so bad. Uh, oh, I believe, oh uh, sorry. Mr. Patrick Sullivan won with his uh, Red Deck wins. Not red Deck wins, but it's not the awful Red Deck wins. It's not the garbage Kadatha Red Deck. This no. is this is not to be confused with Adrian Sullivan, right? Patrick Sullivan is a different guy. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm pretty sure another equally Irishly named yeah, I'm guy. I'm pretty sure I have no idea uh, which one of them is which. They're both doppelgangers to me, so. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, okay, okay this whatever. guy loves to play red. Yeah, Isn't he, that like his, le- his legacy is like I just am the red master. He plays red like all time. Well, you go yeah. check if you click That's on his like the top eight profile from like Star City Games. He's just like they're like, how did you test for this? He's like, oh, I've been playing the same Didn't, deck for ten years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I believe he was actually uh, just visiting family and randomly decided to five uh, k it up. He's the Jamie Park of New Jersey and also red. <laughs> right? I don't know. That's, or, I don't know who Jamie Park yeah, is. Yeah, I don't no, know who Jamie Park is. Jamie, uh, <laughs> that's not the guy's name. Is it like someone from Glee Jamie or Wakefield? Something? Jamie Wakefield. He's like he, the Jamie Wakefield. Jamie Green, Green Smasher. Sorry. That's the guy who plays like Infinite Leatherback Bay Loss. Yeah, well, like this that. guy just plays Infinite yeah, that's, Ember that's Haulers. It's like, like the guy who like lives in Barcelona, has like... Like apparently, like this stone blade wife, and just <laughs> and, yeah. and and plays leatherback, leatherback bailoffs in, in magic tournaments. Like, well, man, like ever... she goes and buys him lunch while he's playing at like some random yeah, comic unreal. shop. <laughs> have you ever read one of his articles? I have. Like, I, they're, they're, unfortunately, it, like I'm pretty sure that when you go to Barcelona, everybody just like hangs out, drinks wine, eats noodles, and plays it's, magic. It's cards. like something out of an Ernest Hemingway novel. It's yeah, like, <laughs> we, we we sift port as the starlight, you know, uh, fondled us with. I don't want to get fondled gazes. by any starlight. Uh, let's talk about oh, Patrick Sullivan's sick mono red deck. This deck has goblins in it. Yes, it does. It is it's a got goblin-y four, deck. Four Ember Holler, four Goblin Guide, four Spike Shot Elder, rounding it out with the insect plated Geopede. Is it, is it really an insect? Uh, yeah. <sighs> okay. And then Burst Lightning, Lightning Bolt, Searing Blaze, and Stagger Shock, which are not really the ones I expected to see. Like, isn't... Really? Um, like, I mean, the, I really actually, are, I really like Searing Blaze right now. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah. When you select these burn spells, like mm-hmm. you, you haven't seen Searing Blaze get played in a really long time. Well, well, like, Searing, Searing Blaze seems really good right now. Actually. When you, yeah, when like you select the these magic burn spells, now, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. When you select these burn spells, don't you just make you're you're basically saying every one of these burn spells is a target at my opponent. I'm not worried about what he has on the board. That's that's the theory behind this uh, deck. Essentially, well, now now we've gotten to the point where we have right. to worry about what's like on the board and Searing Blaze does both. The the thing I see a lot a lot happening right now is. Uh, a deck like Black Red Vampires has been playing things like Arc Trail okay. to to clear the board, get my get my monsters through. Right. This deck doesn't seem as concerned with 
clearing the board trying to get monsters. Well, that's because most of the, some of the burn spells can just do that and and dome your opponent as well. I mean, I feel like that's the real strength of Searing Blaze right now is, you know, someone takes, you know, two turns suiting Hawks up or suiting Stoneforge up, and if you have a fetch lane, you can just Searing Blaze them, time -lock deal three them. to them, time lock them, and then hit with one of your guys. It's like the same thing with, with Stagger Shock. The second they go to... Uh, you know, to move equips on one of their guys or do something, you can stagger shock it. Worst comes to worst, it gets spell pierce. But if not, you kill one of the guys, you set them back a turn, and then you just dome them for two the next time. Stagger shock is so good right now because, like, it's so, like, it, it just didn't. I, I hadn't played Kaga so much until, like, we just started playtesting recently. Mm -hmm. And, like, that deck is so tempo y. Right. And it's just like, if you steal that tempo, it's almost like you time walk them because they kind of, like, they do the sick play where they're like, okay, I'll Stoneforge Mystic, and I'll, you know, drop this. You know, bird, equip, mm -hmm. and swing. And you're like, if you, like, when you, like, stagger shock them, like, they got a tap board, and it's like, I've got another two damage coming to you. So it's like, you, right. you don't want to play out something else if you have more mana because it's just going to get shocked, or it's two damage to your face, and I'm a red deck with attacking, like, with four power creatures every turn. Like, the, the Cobblade deck is really dependent on connecting with the sword. Like, as soon as you get connected with, with either of the swords, the, the game, I'm not going to say it's over. You can definitely come back from that. I've done it. But it, that's, that's... Especially if your that's opponent where, drops a uh, big old Obstinate Bill. Yeah, well, that's, that's, where their money, that's where their money is. That's where... Right. That's, that's like technically the object of the deck is, is connect with this sword, get some kind of ridiculous card advantage by doing mm -hmm. it. I've seen it happen where the Cobblade deck has the Black Green Sword on a bird. They activate their colonnade. They swing with both of them. Yeah. They untap all their lands. And then they just got in with a free colonnade. Yeah. Just because... And in oh, my, oh look, like I actually like I actually like had counterspell banner as as well. Like I still right have or, or just you know and... putting sword on colonnade too. Well, see that that was the awkward thing. Like that's the genius of this deck. Like it's just like oh we want to play control deck. You can't play equipments because control decks don't play creatures. And like when they took the shell of like Kibler's Cogo deck, that's like oh we have this early game that is creature threats, and then they just threw in this like oh well let's just strap this ridiculous like tempo artifact to it yeah like it's just like that i could play drago and bash face that you it's almost like counter sliver like because you're just like i'm countering your spells and fucking your face like it's just like so it's so good so so patrick sullivan's deck says patrick sullivan's says deck what, is I'm, just, I'm faster than you i'm gonna kill the creatures that and try to equip it, it it's it's not even necessarily that he's he's that blazingly fast i mean it, this it, is the much slower one Right, I mean, I, I, honestly, I think that Kadolfa Red deck, besides the, the the one weekend where nobody knew what Contested Warzone did, I think, I feel like that deck is honestly pretty garbage. I mean, it doesn't have a lot of resilience, it doesn't really seem very well positioned in the metagame right now. It's inconsistent. This feels like a deck where you're not necessarily putting all your eggs in one basket. You have a lot of options, you you have the opportunity to go aggro, you know, to play like turn one Goblin Guide, turn two play to GFP, Crack Fetch. So and I will say, as a blue-white mage, I can't deal with this guy. Your cough, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this guy's pretty bad for you. He, like, did, he did pull the trigger on 4x Koth of the Hammer, which yeah, has, hasn't been seen in a lot of decks. Yeah. Koth is sick. Like, here, I don't think any deck really has been the, uh, <laughs> Hero has been the, the four big 4-drop taking over the scene right now, so... Well, unless you're Gerard Fabiano, and then uh, you play with a uh, hero of Bladehold. Just kidding, <laughs> just kidding, buddy. <laughs> uh, well, he I'm... was playing the Esper Esper Hawks, right? Yeah. yeah. What, right. what uh, es 
Escoblade, is that what he called it or something? Like uh, that? He called it Darkwing Duck. Oh, was Darkwing, Darkwing Duck, which yeah. was a which is a really cute name. It is. Yeah. Um, somebody somebody at the shop was playing it, and they were like, "I'm just going to call it Escogo." Okay, which that is is also really, really terrible. Cute. <laughs> that's, that's pretty bad. Yeah, there were a lot of groans. Um, oh I, have, I have two more. I have two questions. Two two things stand out to me about this uh, red deck from Patrick Sullivan. Before I move on, uh, Ratchet Bomb and Manic Vandal. I really like Manic Vandal and his board. I yeah. think that card is just really good. It's it's literally Gray Ogre that smashes. Right. It's a it's a cool card. I'm really happy to see that card get played. Um, and why, he's really relevant now. Why Ratchet Bomb and his board? Like, doesn't Ratchet oh Bomb? Uh, it's this, it's not the super you still get blown red out. card. You still get blown out by Kadatha Red. Like yeah, if they I mean, if they blow up in your face, it's you know Ratchet Bomb. Ratchet Bomb is like the card of choice against Kadatha Red. Yeah. Because I mean, it literally just just does ridiculous things. It, it's like it, it five seems for one fine against a multitude of decks. I mean, even against Colgo, you know, if it's it's fine on either two or three. I've seen seen people blow that card up for five against uh, Gideon before. Yeah. It honestly, like it's it's probably a little bit of a stretch now, but I mean, even some of like the the Valica decks setting that on two to get rid of Garden or. Uh, or Colony Garden Expedition, or whatever it's called, or uh, you know, Overgrown Battlement, Lotus Cobra. Well, you'll never. I mean, I, I it's I've been playing blue white like traditional blue white for a long time now, mm-hmm. and like I've been playing Ratchet Bombs in my main deck for a while. Right. Um, it's awful against Valakut. Yeah. Um, because you're, you're never gonna blow up a Colony Heart, of course, a Colony Expedition before they they bought. But that being said, like. <clears throat> Ratchet Bomb is sick. It, it really is good against a lot of the weird control decks. Like, there's a mm. lot of cards that just like play control really can't deal with very well. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, really controlly artifacts, like mimic that, and like the, the opposing like uh, swords and stuff like that. It just right. it just gives you an out main deck because a lot of the decks don't play divine offering main deck or mm. some kind of weird. Effect it it, like it that. also gives your opponent, I feel like, a lot more room for error. They have to constantly be thinking about what you're planning with Ratchet Bomb, so they might like even if they're they're wasting one turn, uh, I guess, playing a card to get rid of your bomb or playing around it. You're that's one threat that they're not playing. Yeah, that's that's yeah. one threat that they're not playing. Where in this deck, you know, one turn could be the the difference between blowing them out or you know getting blown out. Yourself. Well, if you yeah. if you steal that tempo with Ratchet Bomb, you're also one step closer to killing them with Koth of the Hammer. Right, exactly. The so. the Koth of the Hammer's ultimate ability is ter- terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I like this deck. I think it's. It, it's it's nice to see that something so different was able to win an event. Yeah. Well, that's and the thing. Like this, it's this isn't like that different. Like this is like go back six months ago, and similar lists were top eighting a lot. Yeah, that, you know, that, uh, it's just like that one weekend where Mono Red won like every turn. Yeah, in the world. exactly. Like it was like, oh, check out this Japanese like PTQ. Like oh, yeah. there's two Boros decks and three Red Deck wins decks. I mean, like, I'm, like, I don't want to downplay, but isn't this just the cycle of the metagame? Yeah, it's, it's, well, yeah, like, exactly. This, Literally, do not take this deck back next week to a tournament. You will, you will not do well. Like you, you'll probably do. Also, also Patrick Sullivan is do, probably the stones at playing this sort of right. Deck like anyway, he, so. he literally has played this deck for ten years. It, yeah. He he is the kind of guy that will look at all the cards available in a format and not really worry about what everybody else is playing because he knows what kind of deck he plays, and he's going to run this. This is what he wants to do, right. and he and right. uh. There's a lot to be said for knowing your strategy and sticking to it. Um, one last thing. Ember Holler, <clears throat> like, so many, for for so long, Red Mages have been bouncing back and forth whether or not that, is, that guy's good enough or not. Yeah. Like, I think he's nuts, especially right now with, like, just, like, having a threat on the board that you can just shock, sack to shock. Mm. Like, 
at instant speeds. Just Remember back in bonkers. my day, we had to walk uphill both ways in the snow, 15 miles, to even play shock <laughs> troops. Yep. We, were, we were happy about it, goddammit. Like, Remember God- Gitu Slinger? Oh, my How God. How sick that guy was? Yeah, and that, like, when real. that guy is like, oh, this guy's awful. Like, he's so good. Like, he's two in a red for, like, an Echo 2-2 guy that comes into play and does two damage. It's like I slung some fire. Some yeah. hot fire. And then they're like Goblin Legionnaire. Your mind is blown. You're <laughs> like, whoa. That guy's a two-job. He's so much better. Like, he doesn't just, have Echo. He's just all upside. I don't get it. <laughs> that, uh, that card was How nuts. far we've come. Let's talk about uh, Lewis Laskin's deck that, that the coverage crew, <clears throat> excuse me, the coverage crew jumped on before the tournament even started. I guess I guess he this, like I guess this. he just like showed up to the event and he was like, hey guys, check out this sick brew I have. It totally destroys Congo. No, no, no. Being being friends with Lou, I can uh, pretty much assure you that's that, that wasn't what he did. It is uh, no, no, it probably oh, no. was. That is the case, right? I was gonna say I've met Lou once or twice and he kinda seems like the guy that just shows up to the coverage guys and he's like, hey guys, check out this sick brew. You want to cover it? It's totally sweet. <laughs> yeah, so like the tournament hasn't started and they're <laughs> already featuring his deck. Yeah, what's what's um, what's really cool about Lewis is that not only has he been, you know, pretty successful in the magic scene, he's really not afraid to just go out there and, you know, kind of have fun. Play you know, garbage. <laughs> not really. I, I know, I know. Okay, so what this deck rude. is, is this this My is goodness. a green-white uh, call of, uh, he calls it Stampede or Jumanji, Jumanji. where it literally is play. it's, it's, Taking the what's the name what's the name of the card? Lead the stampede. Yeah, there, there are actually two cards in this deck that have the word stampede. Uh, Did so you know that? he's <laughs> using four X lead the stampede, which is a card that a lot of people looked at with like a, a wavering eye. Like, is this actually good? Yeah, and he just went for it. Um, the deck is all creatures with a toolbox of of things that you can do. Uh, got a couple pain slayers and a six line. I mean, is, there, is that souls? Of you you remember last yeah. week when oh, we wow. asked the question, uh, where are the Vengevine decks? Who's who's playing Vengevine and why? Like, why is Vengevine not being abused right now? He's the only card. He's like the 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 only tier one card that's not being like run run heavily in standard. Well, that's right the thing. Now. Like, he it's been a long time since he's been tier one. Like, yeah. because there hasn't been a deck that can showcase his ability good enough. Uh, the closest thing was the green white deck, and that was like one point five tier. Like, it you know, like it's not. Like that deck kind of suffered from inconsistency. Not as bad as the the white weenie armor decks, but. Um, this one really just, <clears throat> this one's just balls to the wall creatures. It's yeah. just like, you know, something is going to stick. Like you, like, like it, it just plays with so many threats. It's just like, you know what? Something's going to stick and something's mm-hmm. going to hurt you. It's, right. And it's got the classic problem of a lot of Vengevine decks right now, which is if you don't hit the Vengevines, you're kind of playing a little bit of a wonky deck that, and when the, you do that, the that doesn't work very sword. well. <laughs> yeah. And but that, like this doesn't because it's playing Lotus Cobra and you can still just like, boom, here, Linvala, boom, here, Baneslayer. Like. Yeah. So I've been playing this deck uh, a little, pretty much since it came out uh, to, to test with other people. And the the real issue I have with it is lead the Stampede. It's sometimes just a, less than optimal. It's a very inconsistent card. Yeah. Some like I've literally played it and hit one creature. I've played it and hit five. Overfilled my hand, discarded vengevines. You're you're on cloud nine. It's really ha- it's really good time. But when you play it and you literally draw a land of war elf in four in four lands, you just want to kill yourself. It's not what you want to be doing on turn three when you're trying to. I mean, you get can beat their face. Well, yeah. you can do it on turn two. This deck plays eight different birds. It plays birds and land of war. Yeah, yeah. So like, you can do it on turn two and it's fine. Mm. But if you don't hit the right like distribution of guys, it can actually just be terrible. Or you can hit nothing. So lead the stand. Right. Like I like this deck in concept. It's. Feature. I feel like it very, very heavily features lead the stampede, which really? is, which is yes. 
It obviously does. I really like and I, it's it's too inconsistent to be a to be a main player. And so I guess he won a bunch of rounds early and then he tapered off towards the end of the end of the event. I don't think think he finished in top six. What I will say about Lee the Stampede is um it can it kind of uh caters to an explosive start right. with the weird like draw many cards, pitch bench vines. But at the same time, it also gives you day of judgment resiliency. Right. Like they just like this kind of deck that doesn't explode like Kadatha Red does. Mm. Like it just gets an incremental damage in the turns up to Day of Judgment. Right. Then they Day of Judgment, and then you're like, okay, lead the Stampede, and then the next turn is just going to hurt you. Hope you have another day. Yeah. Like it's just pro tip. They always do. Yeah. They always they do. always have three Day of Judgments in their hand. Yep. And One a route. So um, I don't know this deck. This deck I like this deck a lot better than than the green white. Uh, armor deck that I was playing, yeah. uh, just because. It's... Oh, I definitely like it more than the quest quest for the holy yeah. relic decks. It's obviously, Lewis Laskin's deck too, because he has a glimmer point stag in the seventy five. <laughs> uh, that's if, sick. If, just get rid of okay. their Gideon. Yep. <laughs> that's that's the use of the glimmer point stag. Is you you use it to blank their Gideon. They is play, it really? I thought yeah. it's just because Lewis Laskin really likes glimmer point stag. They also he also really likes that card. But what what you do is. Uh, you run into situations where Gideon is just wrecking you, yeah. Because he's a fall. Like you're a creature deck with no answers to Gideon. You're you're be- so you have two answers. It's Phyrexian Revoker and mm. Glimmer Point Stag. Glimmer Point Stag can anti fog for right, one turn yeah. and then get in for lethal, or you can try to shut it off with this artifact. So and, uh, those are your two best uses. That's how you beat Gideon with this creature deck. He also has one Gideon during the sideboard too. Uh, his board looks a little awkward. It, like, well, it's he, a bunch of one ofs that you oh, can fetch with Fauna, Sean. There's some real winners. Uh, there's uh, the, there's the Core Hook Master and the Core Skyfisher, uh, which are real bangers. I like those guys a lot. Core Hook Master is nuts. I mean, he's he's something. <laughs> uh, what else we got? What what else did well? Do we have any more um, standard decks? Uh, oh, we have LS, we have LSV's deck. I want to mention real quick. Yeah. Uh, At the Channel Fireball 5K. Uh, twisted image in the sideboard of Cobblade. Uh, what do you think? Bonkers. Getting uh, twisted in standard, as he called it. Uh, the thing about twisted images, um, against the Valka players, uh, a lot of the Valka players have been going towards. Um, yeah, that's an ugly face. <laughs> Sorry, right. Detail just took a swig of a beer that apparently didn't sit well with him. Oh uh, man, that's so, a brand new beer. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of the Valka players have been favoring the Overgrown Battlement because of so many of the aggro decks. Right. Um. And Twisted Image is quite literally instant speed time walk against them. Yeah, like, hey. Because you're, you're just like, boom, kill your guy, I'll draw a card, and you did nothing. Here, let me draw it's a also, card. also uh, makes, makes Deck Links uh, pretty nice. Yeah, uh, it kills... Kill Deck Links draw a card, you know, kill Ornithop to draw a card. And uh, uh, a big thing with this deck, a lot of people are playing Spark Mage in from the board, a la Jerry T's 5K list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spark Mage in from the board to help combat Kago. Yeah. This just says no. It's also just good against, like, like it's fine against blue-white decks, still. You know, any sort of blue-white. Yeah. So, Chris Burroughs sent me a text message earlier that said, the the Cobblade decks that are splashing red mm. are losing value against Valakut. They don't fight Valakut nearly as well, but they fight the Mirror and the Creature decks really well. However, right. a lot of people are going previous-level Cobblade without red because it has a good matchup against Valakut. Valakut is still a presence. It's still creeping it, it's still creeping it really? back into the format. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. People I mean are, it was it was the Val- Valakut shows up to every event. It was quote unquote right. the best deck before Cobblade. <laughs> right. And it you know, that being said, like the people who've been playing it for a while, like Chris Burroughs, like he won't give up right. on Valakut. Never give up never because it's it. just like he played it for so long and he had such good results with it that he was just like 
fuck it, I'm going to make this deck work against Kyo. Yeah, I mean, I ended up playing uh, Jerry T's list at uh, the DC 5K, by the way. Thanks a lot for giving me the list. Appreciate it. Um, I mean... Yeah, it's because Jerry T listens to this shit. Oh, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Jerry. Um, but yeah, um, the way him and uh, Drew Levin and Ben Hayes, who were the ones who stayed up all night and brewed this little list together, described it is... Midnight the, brew, the best kind. It's more like, more like 4 a.m. brew, from what I heard, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they they basically said that they Red Bull fueled didn't nights. really care that much about Valica. They didn't think it would be a big presence, considering that you know Kago kind of destroyed the last big constructed event. I mean, they they had four flash freezes. Uh, I believe Jerry T had us playing one dispel in the sideboard too, which was actually pretty good. Um, so dispel, it seems like it can come in against it comes in against Valica to, to counter their their summoning traps. And yeah. it comes in against control or, just or, or to they're, beat they're, the counter wars. They're heroes, too. A lot of times, you know, I mean, most most of the time they'll play around Spell Pierce just because you have that card. But, um, you know, sometimes you can get just get people with, with the spell. I'll yeah. say I'll say this. For as much as you want to believe that Valakut is, is a dead deck and that it doesn't... I, I don't believe it's whatever. a dead like, deck. I just believe that people were were more concerned about Cobblade and dealing with that deck. Absolutely. It's the focal like point that. right now. Like, uh, but... Literally in the next two weeks, I predict Valica showing showing up in top eights again. Well, pretty, that's the thing, easily. like because like because exactly this reason. There's a dominant deck. The dominant deck gets tweaked to be better than the already dominant deck, and mm-hmm. then it's gone a little bit too far, and now it's got a bad matchup against what was used to be the best deck. Well, here's so the best deck from before that already. That that was already a solved thing. That's already well. Doing well the best I mean, stuff. is, is Pat, it's going to come back? Well, and to my understanding, it. to my understanding from from the Ka, the Ka Blade deck is they never said that they had an amazing matchup against Valakut. It's still a blue white shell, right. so it's still going to have problems with Valakut's I mean, explosive you, draw. You still have Spell like, Pierce and Mana Leak in addition to in Swords. You know, it's, right. it's not abysmal by any not, means. Not this deck. Look, but, look at this deck. This well, deck is playing course, three. Not, not LSVs. But I'm saying, like, this is this is where decks go. Is yeah. is now it's trying to get an edge against the blue-white deck or the blue-white-red deck, so it keeps going a little bit further to one-up each other. And, and at this point, we're down to three Spell Pierces and two Mana Leaks. That's not enough to fight Valakut. Uh, Mana Leaks have long been going down and down in numbers yeah. because they've just... In this metagame, they've just decided that Spell Pierce is better. Like, Spell Pierce is only really dead against, like, the really aggro decks, like Red Deck Wins. Yeah, Spell Pierce red. is pretty cool. I mean, um, it's not even... Even in, against Sullivan's deck, you know, like, it's... It's still going to be, like, a getcha card. Yeah. Because... He's trying to play it's stuff and step, and or twenty of his spells. Yeah, yeah. I have to stop drinking the beer of the week. It's that bad. Wow, beer it's, of the week. Uh, we're we're gonna get to it. Let's let's go over. Let's go to legacy. Let's get out of here. All, All right. right. Let's let's we'll, get we'll, off of this. We're we will touch on legacy. Um, mm-hmm. and we'll, at, we'll we'll come back to standard in a little bit. But. As as predicted, we got flamed. We got we got, we got flamed. <laughs> we got flamed on the email. anonymously. On by the, the way, on you the two play. got flamed. Everyone loves me. Uh, the, too anonymous. By the way, like. All right, I, I don't know how DCL feels about this. I, maybe he likes to masturbate on his legacy cards. Fuck legacy. Who the fuck cares about legacy? I do. Like, really? <laughs> no. Really? You're gonna go there? I'm gonna go there. You're trying to get played. Wow. Uh, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. I don't have dual ends. I'll never see these fuckers in a tournament. Oh, uh, hey, maybe asshole. you should. Uh, maybe you should get your fucking money together. How about that? Huh? What? I can't afford maybe, that. Maybe, maybe. Uh, how about I just pay my rent? Maybe D Sale <laughs> should uh, stop playing uh, Texas Hold'em for nickels and dimes. <laughs> then he could afford to play Legacy, huh? Maybe that's what he's playing on our fucking website. The poker stars like Sunday Millions. How that's, about that? That's my plan to afford Legacy. <laughs> this is how I'm going to get to Legacy. Yeah, like, you're going to every grind every, up every be the next jungle every, man. Every month, every month, I'm going to like like cash out and then go buy a tropical <laughs> island. 
And then eventually, are you a real human being? You have you have so much useless our, crap around your house. Why yep. you sell some? In the middle of our casting, our friend John walks in, and he's just he's crying over he's there. He's crying yeah. over there. He's one of my poker buddies, and he's just like, "What the fuck are these guys talking about?" You like, have an unopened set of from the vault relics, an unopened set of from the vault exiled. You could yep. easily hawk those, but. Uh, how many how many bottles, empty bottles of Kahlua do you have in your kitchen that uh, uh, that, that could have probably bought some trucks? Hey, guess I'm what? I'm an alcoholic. What? what? That's different. What? You can't sell empty bottles of Kahlua for shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't buy a full bottle for anything Look, either. When all right. Bu- I, okay. I just I don't like to say that I don't know how to play Legacy. All right. Okay. There's just too many card interactions. Like I I have trouble playing Standard. Like there's no fucking way I'm gonna go to a Legacy tournament. I have trouble dressing myself playing, in the morning. Okay. Like, <laughs> I've thought about playing Legacy, and the only decks that I've even thought about playing are Merfolk, Goblins, and Cheerios, because they ignore what your it, opponent. What, did you, what, what is Cheerios? What is, is that your own homebrew? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is the deck that, like, exploded, like, I don't know, like, three or four months ago. What? Just played with, like, I've infinite, never, infinite, ever infinite, heard of Cheerios. It plays with infinite zero drops. And Gaia's Cradle to overrun on turn to two. To play more oh. zero drops? Oh, that's... No, really. I, okay, just like, I, did, I did hear about this. You deck. just play so many zero drops, and you play with that card, Glimpse uh, Glimpse of Nature, and you just draw out your deck, drop your entire... Like, not not literally your entire deck, but like half your deck. You get to play and like then 20 you play cards a Cradle. Turn. So, uh, so your, uh, combo is, your combo is playing, playing 40 zero casting cost guys, then making... Like forty green man with gas crown uh, and decking uh, yourself. We're getting we're getting you flashes are you from our buddy the, John that says twenty five zero drops. Are you oh, are you God. ready? Are you ready for <laughs> are you ready for the actual? Win oh, condition? I, I'm sorry. You you obviously Andrew. play Colony Hydra at the end, right? Andrew, no, well, no, I, you're I, missing the win condition. Are no, you ready? No. It's Beastmaster's Ascension. I hate you it's, so much. It's literally Beastmaster's Ascension. I'm going there, there is a Beastmaster's Ascension in the deck, but it, it also plays with Overrun. So, I like Beastmaster's. Is this real life? For, this you, is real life. It's when when you're sitting there in a legacy tournament and your kobolds. opponent literally makes a bunch of kobolds and ornithopters and then goes Beastmaster's. Did you, you play Aether Vial too? So you can you're you can play zero cost guys. Two. No, why would nope. you play with Aether Vial? Oh, probably because hey, that doesn't cost zero. Can, can you afford hey, hey, that hey. card? All right, I wish I, I wish I had a bell I could ring. Let's just talk. About- Hey, D-Sale, why don't you talk about this Garbage Legacy deck? Oh, okay. Sounds this... like someone's too poor to afford cards and is a little bitter. Oh, so sad. <laughs> hey, Chris Casby, this deck plays all islands because it's mono blue, high tide. I do like mono blue. All I right. will say I like mono blue. Right. And I will say in my defense, like, I've said the statement. You probably like, can't afford Times for Well, Let's I've just said not the statement before, deck. like, I'm, I'm like, oh, I can't afford dual lands. And they're like, You're, you've got four Jaces in your deck. That's like six, seven dual lands right yeah. there. And I was like... Jace is so much better than dual lands. <laughs> I mean... Whoa, let's not say things we don't mean there. What? I mean right. it. I mean it. So completely irrelevant. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Uh, so... so I, how's your beer, little pansy? It's really, really bad. We're going to get to it in a minute. Okay. I'm, I, I keep getting tricked into drinking it because it's right in front of me. Yeah, well, because it, you're an alcoholic I, and you can't stop drinking it? I keep making really bad faces. You should so just pour yourself a half a pint of whiskey like you did for me. Jesus yep. Christ. All right. So Alex Hatfield, who literally looked like... This weird Amish guy. You, you like you see the coverage? Yeah, like, I've, I've I've actually been friends with him for a while. He was getting, that, that offends me. Actually, he was he's, getting. Sl- he's a really nice guy. No, but know? like he was getting slammed in the chat as like people were people were asking things like, uh, "Is being on UStream against his religion?" Oh my god, and, like, <laughs> that like, is pretty. Wait a minute, like, wait a minute. Wait. Let me really get this terrible. straight. There's a magic player that looks awkward. Is that what you're trying to tell me? He doesn't even look that awkward. He, <laughs> looks, he looks like he has he, a hat on. What's so awkward about him? He's he's one of like the Andrew, nicest people that I've ever. He met. looks like he came to the convention center in a wagon. 
It, just saying. Uh, that, that that's fine. He just won the fucking legacy tournament. If, yep. If I I would I would go to the tournament in the wagon if I could win the legacy event. You know. All right. Same. For him, it's he, he doesn't even need it. So you know, good for him. All right, Alex. Uh, and he's he's from Virginia too. Man, we're gonna hear about this. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, Awkward. Uh, Sorry, Alex. <laughs> yeah, I know. Look, I've known the guy forever. Like God, actually, that that wagon ride back to Virginia from New Jersey must have been really long. Oh. <laughs> Uh, of course like it Burke was. Burke is like taking this like so so to heart. You're like, getting real like... personal. No, I'm, I'm I'm not. I'm just saying like you know. I'm... Dude, this is what we do. We trash people and then we yeah. kiss their ass when we see them in person. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh hey, I'm on Scrubland podcast. You want to come on? Yeah, that's why we can only get people like fucking Sean McKeon to come up to us at events. You asshole. That's why we can only get Andrew Burke, self-proclaimed legacy expert. To come <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Time. <laughs> why, why don't you just put a garden hose next time that Chris Burroughs isn't here? Oh, who, who might goodness. I add is a state champion one I, and a half times. Not, not, a, show. not a legacy. <laughs> All right, I am so mad right now. Next time somebody has to not be understand. here, I'm just going to get a hacky sack and put it in front of the microphone and have that be the co-host. Why don't you just put your dog in here? It makes more noise than you do. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Alex Hatfield, High Tide. That's a deck. Yeah. it's, it's It plays Time Spiral. Plays some crads. Time, okay, so you know what? Screw it. We're not going to explain <laughs> this deck anymore. If you guys want to understand how it works, you can go... Really? You're just going to play Scrabble <laughs> and make bubble noises? Really? Dude, he's, he's <laughs> making ocean noises. You're talking like, about it's, legacy. Because it's high tide. Because it's high tide. Chris Casby on yeah, theme. Yeah, that's right. Go get some more of your drink, Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Go. You know what? We're done. We're done. We're done talking about it. Alex, good job. You won the event. You you played Time Spiral. Congratulations. Candle of Talk. Candle of actually a good is now expensive. You won. Yep. Right. Maybe we should just get Alex to come on the cast. Um, That'll happen, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's going to happen He's going to do it now. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You think he'll wear his hat? We've we've had we've had hat contests on the podcast. Really? Yeah. That that seems like the dumbest thing ever. How yeah. can you see hats on a podcast? Exactly. I I won, but you know it's no big deal. You know you know. Your hat won. My hat definitely won. We got one email that said I won. So uh, we're gonna go out and smoke a cigarette real quick, and we will be right back. We're gonna talk a little bit about uh, Besiege Game Day. Um, some you know just local stuff that kind of I feel like probably. Uh, translates to everyone's kind of community um so yeah we'll be right back all right yep keep tuning guys nicotine and liquor now so we're back from our break i had to get a different beer i'm gonna go back and drink this beer during the beer review god I'm, I'm 20 so this this is gonna be the worst beer review i'd like okay go ahead <laughs> no, go ahead detail the raging alcoholic found a beer that he just couldn't stomach Detail's beer review <laughs> you like you should see the faces that i made there. Uh, it's really bad <laughs> even yeah. more looted and unpleasant than faces usual. Uglier. <laughs> it's all right we got blue moons now we're good yeah, so good. uh let's so, talk about some let's talk about some besiege game day uh, so I played at Jack's on Saturday. Um, I played my awful funzy blue white deck, um, which was, I don't know, pretty awesome. Is this standard or? Uh, yeah, it was okay. standard. Um, I almost accidentally ended up faction related. So th this was the issue I had with the faction relation is that all of the scars to become faction related. You have you to have, have 10 of one and none of the other. You have to have at least 10 watermarked cards mm -hmm. of one thing. 
the the issue with that is that all of the dual lands are Mirin. Are Mirin marked. Yeah. Right. So I So if you want to play black blue control, it's not gonna happen <laughs> if you want to go for X. I mean, like I almost did it on I played my blue red counterburn deck. Yeah. And yeah. I almost did it because I had four Slagstorm and two Stoic Rebuttals. And I was <laughs> yeah, like, funny. wow. I was like, man, if there was a red blue land, I'd just be in. Right. And so we ran into weird situations at the store where there was literally like one guy that that had right. an actual deck that was that was that way affiliated, and yeah. so the the owner just gave him all the cards. He's like, <laughs> okay, well here's all the promos because you're the only so, one that did it. Um... <laughs> no, there's there's no lists for any of this. The, okay, so let, let's talk about. I don't I don't really care about how you did. I'm sorry, uh, but wow. I got fourth place. Congratulations, Dagger. you got that zenith. Huh, I did get that zenith. Woo! Um, I was uh, I no, well I'll just say I I built my deck. I didn't really have affiliation in mind, but apparently I had eleven mirror cards. And my only Phyrexian card was a one of Spine of Ishsaw. Which you could have just taken out. <laughs> which was just awful. It should have oh, just been a precursor golem anyways. I'm sorry. Uh, this is my awful Venser deck. So, it's got a one of Spine of Ishsaw in it. <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting awkward glances from off screen. It's too uh, awkward. So, uh, l- tell me, I'm really conflicted about the use of, uh, they, they got rid of the MPR mailings, right? The, right. And instead, now they're giving us these game days, which are pretty much like they're the same cards. They're like, here, hey, here's some, yeah. but they're like more predictable about what you can get. Right. But you're also not going to get a ton of them. Like you used to be able to just right. like there there were event like some stores. I know it, I know in one mailing, I literally got a ma- an envelope that was heavy. I could and I was like, wow, this is this is like twenty. Yeah, where you get like three like, of the four. Yeah, I'm like, there's like twenty cards in here. Yeah. And I could just literally take it to the next event and ship it for, you know, like 20, 30 bucks. Yeah. And, just, like, and I'm just like, hey, Wizards just mailed me $30. That's cool. Thanks, Wizards. Because <laughs> so, I just gave them $200 this last month. So, yeah. <laughs> so Wizards says we're going to refocus our efforts. We're going to get into something else uh, without the NPR stuff. Because mailing every single person the DCI cards, that's expensive. Yeah. Uh, uh, I do like what they're doing because it, it really promotes uh, – the, the community, it's just like it's pushing players to play more events, and they're letting the retailers kind of control how well, yeah, they uh, I guess support their community. So, so the old way they like did the way it, they're doing it, the now. old way they did it supported supported the community by hey, go to a lot of events and you'll get the promos, and right. that was supposed to get attendance at stores up. Right now they're like hey. Just go to this one event. It's easy. It's easy now. Like instead of five events or ten events to get one foil card, and it would, mm-hmm. it would be it would be cool. Now you're just like, hey, come, come, and and if you do good enough, then we'll give you the promo card, right. and then everybody can have this treasure mage. Right. And sometimes it's really cool looking too. Yeah, like they're they're really good card. Like they're, yeah, they're, people really wanted the black suns. They're, they're not only playable, but they're they're very very appealing too. I mean, like uh, treasure mage is playable. I <laughs> I actually like didn't get a chance cards. to go to a. Game day myself. I was at a uh, uh, Wild TCG qualifier, but I did see the the Dork. cards. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were at a ma- we were at a Magic event, so yeah, oh, yeah, come that on. was the joke ass. Well, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there there was the uh, the game day going on in the store that I played at, and I got to see the the Black Sun Zenith and the uh, Treasure Mage up close, and they're they're both really. And you beautiful you were cards. a little bit jealous. Oh, yeah, slightly. Well, jealous. I feel like that they they chose the awful art for the real set. For treasure mage, yeah, on, on purpose, purpose. Yeah. yeah, so that they could have this. Pimp Dude, he's, one he's for riding the fucking... a steel hellcat. Look how much of a boss. Yeah, he's riding on a steel hellcat that looks like a fucking like canary. Yeah, that's a boss. Bitch, bitch yeah. boss. <laughs> thumbs, thumbs down on a lot of the mirror in our. I don't like a lot of the artwork in this set. Really? Like, um, like, like, what's another example? Uh, 
all of the mirror. Literally everyone. Really? Literally, uh, when compared to the mirror from the first set, like if you go back and you look at silver mirror or iron mirror from the first sets, the new ones just look bad. Mm. They really like Palladium mirror is the best looking one, but he's I, not, I like he's not even a color. Anyway, not an artwork podcast. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I I appreciate the fact that that Wizards is is ha- figured out a way to at least doing to, something to like yeah. redistribute like just redistribute their money in a way that makes sense and gives store owners a lot of attendance because these like these events are really well attended. Yeah, which, like it's surprising to me that this many people show up. Well, it was really to, funny because to try to get a card. We showed I, I showed up at Jack's on Saturday and he had. Uh, thir- uh, 24 people play. That's a lot wow, more. Yeah, that's, that's pretty substantial. And it was all standard. Like, it was standard. So everyone was uh, there with standard decks. Um, he was like, oh, my God, I haven't had a FNM standard event fire in, like, over a month. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, hey, guys, uh, I do a free FNM standard every Friday if you guys right. want to come out and play. If you just want to like, play your fun yeah, decks. Yeah, like, everything, it always ends up being, like, limited draft, you know, uh, an occasionally sealed deck. So uh, on Friday nights, so it's always like the fact that he had so many people show up on a Saturday. He was just like, I didn't know there was yeah. this many kids who played constructed. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they're like Friday events. So. Yeah. So I I like game day. And game day. I think game day in general is just really good. And we both we both walked away with Zenith because yeah. I mean top eight. Because you are the. I mean, whatever. Like players in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. top, top eighting is not particularly difficult. <laughs> yeah, the guy playing Spine of Ishsaw on his deck is the skill player. <laughs> I don't I don't think that card's necessarily bad. I think it's. That card Easily was nuts. I actually yeah. blew uh, someone out because I couldn't find a win condition. Hang on, Andrew Burke. Uh, question yeah. on on Sunday, mm-hmm. Daniel Sale and Chris Casby clashed in round number two. Oh. Uh, I was playing red blue counterburn. Casby was playing blue white planeswalker like planeswalker like control. control. Who do you think won? Oh, Casby, obviously. Thank you. In how many games? Uh, is one an answer? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I got demolished. That being said, no, no. That being said, I had to work. Yeah, so, so gave so I, I gave, gave it to him the me. game. I was like, I got to go to work after this round. You got it, dude. He tried to give me a high five, and I gave him a hug instead. Because <laughs> things know. got a little. No, how did you do that tournament? How, what was your under record? I didn't even talk to you after that. I didn't lose anymore. You didn't lose any more games. No, I told you you were going to do well that time. I mean, wow. like Look, after I beat you, you were so discouraged. I was like, dude, your deck's going to crush this tournament. <laughs> I knew the red. Everyone there was playing Boros and Kago. I, and your I knew, deck was sick against. I knew that. the red blue deck was really good. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually gave it to a friend of ours. He played it at another game day the, the day before. Uh, I also I also had yeah. commitments. So yeah, like it it literally just so wait. This, t- this deck is taken down two game days. It's taken down double game days. Oh you, my god! You might you might see it on the internet on like some kind of German deck list website yeah. or something. <laughs> Shizadecken.de. Uh, uh, yeah. Yep. That's that's the website. That's Go actually there. the name of the beer we're drinking tonight. <laughs> oh boy. It's something like Shizadecken. <laughs> I believe it. I think it's it's called Scratch. Uh, it's really bad. Scratch we're gonna beer. we're gonna get there uh, in a for minute. For all you non-German speaking people out there, Shizadeck means shitty deck. <laughs> so, I, I don't know if it does. I just know what Shizad means. <laughs> all right. What? So so speaking of all these stores running game days. Okay. So. All right. Um, let's talk about some. Fr- let's talk about some friction in the community. I'm, I'm interested in this because I I am also a semi Richmond native myself. I go to school here. I don't play Magic that much around the scene. So this is this is very interesting to me. I want to hear about. I. This. All right. Um, so apparently there's there's a new shop in town. Um, am I am I supposed to say their name? Yeah, that's fine. All right. It's it's FTW Games. Um, where, I'm hoping not interjecting. Where is this place? Uh, it's on Midlothian Turnpike. Okay. Okay. Um, and uh, I. I 
DCL kind of talked to me before we were recording now, and he was like, I don't know if we should talk about this. People can't really relate to it. And I think people really can't relate to it. Just change the names of the shops because I'm sure this happens in other cities too. Right. Um, basically, um, it was one shop, this new shop, FTW Games, uh, whose owner on his website kind of, kind of was just splashing water at other, other shops and like for no real reason, like, uh, except to promote himself. And basically it said some things that was just not nice. Um, to some of the shops that have really just been running the the scene for like twenty plus years, right? Like, probably, you know, probably like, just to draw some sort of reaction to uh to to at least get people interested in, in the, the yeah. Store. The problem I mean, the problem is that it worked. Yeah. Well, what had happened was um basically uh one of the places that I, I basically played two shop, two shops in the area. There's okay. four shops in the area. It's FTW Games, Rich and Comics, right? One at Jacks and Time, Time Capsule. Capsule. Okay. Um, I pretty much play at Jacks and Time Capsule. Right. And uh, this FTW Games website was had had said some some derogatory things towards Time see, Capsule. See, I can't play at One uh, Eye Jacks because I'm afraid that people see me there. <laughs> I know, right? I, I'm, I'm just kidding. But anyway. Well, I, I play there because I'm I'm big on community. I want people. to Yeah. Be, no. I, I, I um, like the store. Um, but basically, um, he was he was kind of poking at Time Capsule and One Eye Jacks in his his website. And a lot of the Time Castle players took offense to it. And so they right. took it upon themselves to say to me, like, hey, Casby, they kind of talk trash on oh, th- no, the shop. They organized it on Facebook. They, yeah. were, they were calling like they everybody. They a number of people, and they were like, hey – uh, he talked trash on Rick. Do you want to go defend him? We're not. We're not going to take this shit, right? And if he thinks he's all big and bad, we're just going to go over there and crush all des- players, destroy, destroy their event. We're also going to act like total assholes the entire time we're there, right? We're going they're, like they were literally figuring out what asshole persona they wanted to put on so that they could go there to d- d- destroy these kids' hopes because so because this is like a, West Side a, Story Magic Edition. Okay, so it's a, so it's a new store. It's okay. a new store, and a lot of the players are inexperienced, and they don't really well, it's in suburbia. They, Stop them in the nuts. right. Like they don't, they don't really know how to how to be ultra competitive. So if a bunch of kids from a store that uh, like just they filled can, with super spikes like right. yeah. capsule, they they can literally they can literally just show <laughs> they up. They really do. Like they they, they take their their gaming very seriously. At capsule like oh, they all yeah. net deck and they they all just net, net deck That's, doesn't net look, deck net deck. Well, they take their they good. take their gameplay very seriously. Uh, okay, okay, fair enough. It's not um, necessarily a bad thing. And I'm not saying that, like, like, I'm really not trying to take a side here. Mm. However, no, I mean, they, I love Capsule. Well, if you want like, someone not Rick. to take a side, pick me because I don't really give a shit either way. <laughs> well, you don't play at any stores. Yeah, exactly. So what what happened is they all came over there. There, there were what like thirteen of them, ten of them. Well, basically, what they they were like, hey, we're gonna go, we're gonna crush this event, and we're going to. Just basically show them who's who in the Richmond community and beat the little kids up afterwards. Well, I mean that's that's the way it felt because like I mean well, like I was just the FTW up. crew they they come out they they venture out every once in a while for like standard events at like Jacks and whatnot right. and like they they're not like the I don't I don't want to say they're horrible but they just they they don't necessarily like well, by the way uh, just just so I can get my vomiting done early what does FTW stand for in there <laughs> exactly what you think it probably does win. yep it probably changed the name of the store then exactly FTL. what you think it does what which is a joke that so, the so <laughs> keep keep it brief okay um basically um the they went over to this game day they crushed it they took seven of the top eight slots and uh they they came to me and they were like hey do you want to go defend you know time capsule with us and i was like no way and they're like they just they were shocked that I said no way. I also said and no like, way. And like and it was just like 
This no, is horrible. This is they asked you to go to the they, game. They, they asked me to go to this shop and crush little kids and, and people who aren't necessarily as good at the game as I am. And, okay. be, and be an asshole and like, in the process. They basically told me like they wanted to be an asshole to them. They, and just kind of poke at the owner and be like, Your players suck, our players are the nuts. What the fuck is your business saying all the slander shit on the fucking Literally, their objective was destroy these people's hopes so hard that they stop playing Magic and the store cannot thrive because it has no players and it has to shut down. That was literally their objective. Right. That's the dumbest fucking shit I've ever heard in my entire life. That's what I told them. And I was just like... And I told Chris, uh, Chris Burroughs actually participated in this, and he w- he went over and he wanted to defend Rick's honor, I guess. And, like, I love Rick. I mean, and I don't think Rick questions the fact that I love him and his shop because I didn't go to this thing. Oh, but I told him, and I was just like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. It's horrible for the community. It, Basically, yeah. my whole thing was, if you go to this shop and you crush these kids and you, you're just an asshole to them, they're not going to stop going to FTW games. They're still going to have FTW games as the game that they go to, the game shop that they go to. They will, however, never go to Time Capsule because they know that you guys are fucking pricks. Yeah. All right. Time Capsule already has a reputation of having fucking pricks playing at the shop. All right. Like, those guys are my friends, so I don't mind playing with them. Right. Like, I like playing with pricks. It's fine. That being said, new players don't go to fucking Capsule because they're fucking pricks. It's, all right. It's basically. Like, when it's, I first yeah. started, came back, came back to Magic. People were like, don't go to Castle. They're fucking pricks. And I was like, oh, are they good at limited? Because that's what I, and like, when I got back into gaming, that's what I wanted to, to do. To be honest, draft. I'm going to be and real. they're like, yeah, they're the fucking nuts at limited. I'm going to be like, real okay, frank I'll just go here. Them. I don't think there is a single player in Richmond who I would say is very good. Like, I'll, I'll be brutally honest. That's fine. I, I don't that's think fair. there's a single player. Exactly. That's no, I, I know. I'm, okay. I'm getting some weird looks here, but but the level we're talking, where people are just like, "Oh, we're the nuts and shit okay, like that." Okay, but the, look, the thing is, uh, like one superstar in your community or multiple superstars in your community. Like, I agree, we're not Minneapolis, we're not San Diego. Right, we, you, we don't we don't have a, a tremendous community of pros. You are and you are not a little so, special flower. So instead, that what, what we're talking. Hang on, what <laughs> we're talking should about get their here. Britches, like, well, straight. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, so the situation here is that we are a community that has been that that has been supporting three hobby shops mm-hmm. that are running consistent magic events for the last couple years a fourth store comes in and they in an effort to bolster sales and get themselves noticed talk a bunch of trash and got themselves noticed it clearly worked so like there are multiple people at fault here the players taking offense to it and taking mm. it upon themselves to go out and 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 fix it and and teach them a lesson. Well, yeah, I think I think it's that's, perfectly that's reasonable su- that, that they sucks. take offense to it, but that, the, that the way sucks. they the, pl- it the players right. messed up. Yeah. On the on the other hand, the store also messed up. Mm. You you don't have to try to bolster your sales based on uh you know, trashing tra- other ba- shops. based on trashing other shops. However, like there are there are legitimate ways to join a community because everybody's on the t- same team here. Right, like, uh, like you said. Like, I mean, there's, I played, there's no. I played, mo- like, like you said. Like, I've been playing at, like all three shops. Like, I play at Richmond College a lot less because it's so far away. But I play at Capstone and Jacks pretty much all the time. Right. You so know? To go back to what I was saying, it's it's not that like all Richmond Magic players suck. It's just that no no Magic player, no matter how good they are, has the the right to act like a dick or to to make people feel uncomfortable when they're they're playing a game. Like, it's just ridiculous. The people. The players that I respect in Richmond and the players I respect everywhere, most of them are which are in this room right now, are the people who who wouldn't engage in that sort of activity. A- a- am I right? Like honestly, it, no. Todd's got the dick. Yeah, it's true. 
I mean, like... But I didn't go. He's just, <laughs> like, that, that guy's just a moto grinder that randomly queued for nationals. What a, what a dick. Yeah, I, I, I can't see any any of the four people in the room that we have right now. I can't see anyone doing something so childish, and that's why I, I respect like, all of them. Okay, so, so what we're trying to get across here is that this this was shocking to us. Like, me and Casby heard this, and we're like, that's a stupid idea. I can't believe you guys would do that. Well, it wasn't just us. Like, it was, there, it was there were Will a lot, Haas and, like, a couple other people there that, were a like, lot were, people. like, I guess offered this like throwdown and we're like dude that's the dumbest shit i've okay. ever heard the issue mm-hmm. is that they got 13 people to do it they got right. thir- like they rolled up with like five cars worth of dudes and they they followed through with their plan they crushed the event and, and i they gave the store business Christ. like in 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 the process <laughs> gave the store business they they're not they're not chopping off the head because even if they do it's like a hydra it'll just grow back the kids will keep coming yeah. they, they really will and they're not going to go to your if, store now. If anything, so it's going to make the kids want to play even more and get better, so they right. can go and well, what what uh, I their guess surf. when before Chris Burrows and the the couple people who like I was at Jack's when they stopped by because they needed to pick up some. Is cars. this why Burrows is out of town? Did you guys like run him out of the podcast? No, he's got yep. some family stuff. <laughs> um, yep. Nope. But that's that's the reason. <laughs> we, he, he pulls up and he's like, Love "Hey, you, we're getting ready to go over to FTW Games." I was like, "Cool, have fun. Uh, don't be a prick." And yeah. He's like, "What?" And I was like. Don't be a fucking prick. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, don't, don't be, be a, a fucking, fucking prick. prick. Like, I don't know how to say it, like, other than don't be a fucking prick. Like, just go. If you guys want to crush these little kids, that's fine. Go do it. But don't be a prick about it. Like, go and, like, you know, promote the, promote the game. Be right. a fucking, be an ambassador for the game that you love and that you want to grow. Like, don't go over there and, like, crush these little kids and chase them out of the game. Because these are the kids who are going to be supporting the game Five, ten years from now when we're fucking over this shit, you know? Like, yeah. Like, these are the people that are going to help this game get bigger and better. Like, just don't be a prick. It's all about community. It, it really is. It's just, like, I don't care where people play. Like, mm-hmm. like when I show up at, like, a, a huge event at Richmond, you know, convention center. Right. Like, there's people from all over, like, the tri-state area. Of course. Like, I don't, like, we don't give a shit where we play. Like, we just, we're friends playing magic cards. Of course. And, and the biggest thing is, like, we're just playing this game for fun, and although we want to do it competitively, and that's what, why this game is fun for a lot of us, cool. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you exactly. don't want to crush that spirit in, like, new kids, like, you know? Like, because think about it, if if you're ruining the, the spirit of the game that you're playing, then you're, you're, you're basically just making things worse for everyone. Why would you want to essentially downplay and just destroy the experience of someone else when, you know... Your ultimate goal is, I guess, really to be like a representative of the game that you love so much. Like the the reason that people enjoy, you know, being around pro players and why they've had a great amount of success is because most of these guys are really well rounded, well mannered people, and it's, they work together. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. Like the pros, they all like they understand that this is a game, and they they interact with each other, and they interact with people like under them, like. They're fans, quote unquote. You know, like, right. it's like they understand that there's a community, and they're like, "Hey, we are going to usher like new players into it." No, like, be, no, not being fucking pricks about it. No, no man in Magic is a tower that stands by himself. Everybody mm-hmm. has friends and a team that they work with to get there. And it, there, there's literally no enigma of one guy that just plays enough Magic and searches enough Gatherer that he's just so good that he can just roll up to a tournament and crush it. And if that happens, it's short-lived. 
the guys that are superstars, the guys that people like, and the guys that keep doing well are the guys that are on teams that build communities that have that bring in as much positive influence around them as they can. Right. To exactly to to build themselves up so that they can be successful. They get people excited to play Magic and aren't the people at a, a tournament who complain after getting one or two outed. Like the the the. Oh, I complain about that all the time, but. Yeah, Not for of, real. Of course, but I mean, like... It's like, God, I wish I'd just draw my Spine of Ishsa. <laughs> uh, if I just hit that seventh land, it God, was going to be over. better make use of that treasure major. It know, was right? going to be over. But but my overall point is that this this sort of player versus player mentality isn't really what's good for the game. I mean, if... I, I think it's great that there are four shops in the area. Most There are a lot of players who really don't have any. I know, and, like... The, so many the, moto players, like, where do you play? Like, I don't. I play course, on moto. <laughs> the, the, the fact that we're making this out to be something, un- unfortunately, you know, there are some people at fault, but this shouldn't be a negative thing at all. We should, you know, as cheesy and dumb as it sounds, we should, you know, come together as a community and just make the best out of all the resources that we have. Exactly. And the people who do that are going to be the people who qualify for the Pro Tour, who qualify for Nationals. Or who are respected by others in the magic community. The people who keep up this childish bullshit and just... Well, I hope you're all friends with each other. Yeah, cause... exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I the, mean... the people who keep on doing this kind of shit are the people who are going to get nowhere in in the magical world. If if that is your... All right. <laughs> that's a real thing. If that's your proper term. <laughs> all right, are you ready? I'm going to try this beer one more time. Okay. okay. I'm going right. to go for it. And... All right, I've got the tampons So closing, ready. everybody, for that little segment, just be... Don't be a prick. Basically, that's that's what yeah, it comes don't down be, to. Don't, don't be, be a prick. Just be cool. Have fun playing the game. If you want to be hyper-competitive, that's awesome. Just be hyper-competitive in a non-prickish way. <laughs> look, look at this face that these It's still bad. Right. It's also that's 40 degrees bad. warmer than it was when you it's opened it. Still, <laughs> it didn't make it better. It, it's still bad. It's definitely... Baby's 40, first 40, beer. 40 degrees. <laughs> okay, so... This beer it's is also Scratch by beer? is also by the Trogues Brothers, which gave us that delicious hops beer last week. The Trogues oh. Brothers is this is this it one of the like beers? The Trogues Brothers is this one of the beers that I brought you? Yeah, man. Oh, okay, man. so I have an issue with this beer right off the bat. Uh, it, this is named Scratch Beer, <laughs> and the, the name is not necessarily gonna gonna like dis- destroy it. I'll, I'll drink pretty much any beer. The the issue I have with it right now is that on the label it's get, just got printed India Ale thirty India Pale Ale thirty eight. Like it's it's some kind of I think that's a vat like a vat. Number. Yeah. Well, they it, need to, it's a bottling number. They yeah. need to they need to like check the vat or something. No beer I've ever seen puts an individual labeling number on their. Well, beers. Maybe it's that good. It's like a small like, batch. It's yeah. like a small batch. It's okay, like they need to check stuff. vat number thirty eight or bottle number thirty eight because this shit. India cannot, pale ales oh, oh. are known for their hoppy hoppiness. They can't possibly put a beer out like this. It's so bad, dude. dude there are India pale ales are known for their for hoppy books, hoppy man. flavor. All right, it's it's really an acquired gonna, taste. I hate. India I'm gonna read this for you guys on the side. Years before the Trogues Brewery opened. We spent countless hours sampling beer, jotting down notes, and developing recipes from scratch. In honor of our 10th anniversary, we give you Scratch Beer, a series of recipes that never made it into production, but, <laughs> I wonder why. but, became, but became the building blocks for the award-winning beers we now produce. Okay, so now we know. Now we know why this beer is undrinkable. Yeah, because it's, <laughs> it's, it's the beer that never quite got there. Like it's, it's the rock egg that never got made into a. Bird there's literally there's right. a reason why this shit never made it to market. This and is why I drink fucking whiskey because I, I know it's just going to be you're good. A degenerate. You know what's going to happen not when fair, you drink the whiskey, Andrew Burke. Yeah. 
I know. I'm just 20 and upset that I can't. I can't wait till you turn 21 and we're gonna go out and get you fucking twisted. Are you ready? And just make you feel. You know. You know what's a mean person. You know what the stolen worst is that um drinking sweet tea while we're enjoying alcohol. Yeah, it's really terrible for you. Um, World of Warcraft. Uh, Nationals is actually in Las Vegas this year. What? And it's on your birthday. And you're turning 21 that day. No, uh, I turned 21. I think. Like two days. We can get you a fakie. We can get you a fakie. I have a fakie. Okay. <laughs> then what's the problem? Uh, uh, I think what's yeah, going on here. Yeah, I think here is that Andrew Burke is going to teach me and Chris Burroughs and possibly Dsale how to play WoW, so we can all go to Vegas oh, no. together. Oh no! Yes. What? Okay, maybe. I've already sparked an interest in learning how to play this game. Coming soon. Because it to looks a like near it, you. I don't know if this oh, is true God. or not. It looks like easier magic. Uh, oh no! Yeah, I've played much. a few games of it. And we're it's done. like magic without lands. No, we're, we're done. We're <laughs> all right, I, I think I think Diesel. I gotta rate this beer. Had enough. You ready? Yes. Yeah, you ready? Right. You ready for the rating of this beer? Do it. All right. I'm giving it a scratch. I'm, <laughs> I'm giving it a literal scratch. It's, what's what's how a many? Three? No, it's a it's a scratch. Like a three out of five. A scratch like a mulligan. Like like how many squadron hawks out of ten? Ten? Who has ten squadron hawks? I don't think we've Good ever. Players. I don't think we've <laughs> ever used the number ten to rate a beer on this podcast. What what what? What somebody have you used? One out can, of four? Somebody can... Uh, How I many squadron knocks out of four? Uh, I gave, with sword I, gave, I gave something a 200 million out of a billion one time. I also, Which is pretty awful. I gave something eight maids of milking one time. Um... So this is this going is to this be... is literally getting a scratch. It is so bad that it's how getting many, a scratch. How many scratches? <laughs> it's not a it's not a number. How many scratches out of how many itches? No, it it doesn't get a number. It gets a scratch. It's oh. like literally like literally if you're if you're Just scratch it off the list. What'd you say? Look. <laughs> so bad. All right, how, ma- duo. how many? Look, if this beer is a mulligan. <laughs> if, if your if your pen ran out of ink when you were going to write the write the number, that's what it got. That's what it got. It got a literal <laughs> scratch on the paper. It's like because half a slash. It could it could not create a number because this beer was not. <laughs> All right, good let me ask you a question. It. How many hours would you rather play Triple Homeland Limited than drink that beer? Uh, I would play Triple case. Homeland Limited all day. The event failed to fire. Those packs only have nine cards in them. Sorry, uh, or eleven okay. maybe. So anyway, in closing, um, you, you guys know where to reach us. No, they don't. Why don't you tell them? Uh, Facebook. We are a Scrubland Podcast on Facebook. We also have a Gmail account where we check endless emails of god-awful deck lists. I actually oh, wanted man. to talk about one today. Uh, Ran out of time. Dan yep. Jordan, Joey Page, we're going to talk about it next week. It's our Junk Glissa deck. Oh, um, baby. That being said... It's um, bad. Get those promos ready, folks. Our buddy Dave Bockenkamp is also... Actually, he's in movies. I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. Uh, you can go on our, our Facebook. Um, it's on our show notes on uh, MTG Cast. Uh, it's going to be mtginterviews at gmail.com. Um, he's actually doing a movie. I don't know if it's a documentary or a spoof documentary. Uh, but basically, he's trying to come up with uh, kind of this weird uh, character, uh, I guess... I don't know how to say it. It's it's some kind of weird screenplay. We're not really sure, but yeah. uh, if you're interested, go ahead and uh, ship him an email. He's got a bunch of he's got a questionnaire essentially that he wants to uh, get some feedback on. So if you have a bunch of free time and you want to help some guy out with a screenplay, uh, get in contact with him. It's true. There you go. Awesome. Uh, right. Scrublandpodcast at gmail dot com. Scrublandpodcast on Facebook. Yep. That's how you can get in contact with us. Send us your deck list. Send us your topic ideas. 
Um, if you guys have issues with your community or you just want to tell us some elaborate story about your your terrible community go issue, some, go tell someone else. We don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. That's that's the story. No, uh, seriously. I, we, I mean, I, I think it's fair to say that we actually set our piece on it. It's just like, yeah, I, yep. Just don't be a douchebag. Don't be a douchebag, guys. Yeah, this story. game. This game is ultimately don't supposed be a to be dick, fun. Bro. And just play magic cards. Have fun. Yeah. That's and it. If, just be good it. at it. Just beat them. Oh, with a also, smile on your be face. really good at magic cards and win all the time. I can't do that. Only win. Yeah. Only just, only win. Never lose. If just, you, if just, you've just ever lost. Just be Did you, you see that deck list I shipped? No. If you've if you've ever lost a game of magic cards, you didn't turn the podcast off. I only want to. I only want winners to listen to us. I'm gonna go throw the computer out the window now. All right. You can throw this beer out the window. We're done. I'm I'm 20. I can't hold beer. You can't hold beer. What? Thank you. Thank you for coming out. Yeah. Thank you for listening to me. For. I didn't listen to you, but Love you, thank you for coming out. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate it. Uh, we're actually going to do some extended play testing now. So, all right. Uh, hey, here goes. We got a PTQ coming up in a month. Oh, do we really? Yeah, we do. In Richmond, there's one in Richmond and one in uh, Dream Wizards. All oh, that sounds miserable. Okay, all fairies all the time. Yep. All it's fairies done. all the time. That's yep. why you're going to lose. Yep, that's, that's it. Daniel Salesman. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, later, Strokes.